Hey, welcome back to our podcast, where we help you find joy in motherhood through biblical truth. We're your hosts, Kelly, Becky, and Danielle. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Holy Grind podcast. We have got some real life mom or real mom life today. Danielle has multiple sick kids at home. Kelly's like, you know, got all her kids and packing for a trip. Yeah, we've got, if you're watching it, yeah, if you're watching the video, you can see a little baby sleeping on the back with a, on the bed with a puke bucket. If you're not watching, (laughs) you can imagine. So we're just hopping in here to just keep being consistent, encouraging ourselves with the Lord, trying to give an opportunity for you to be encouraged. And we've been doing um, the month of June as the book of Ephesians. And of course, it's packed with a lot of good stuff. So you don't have to look far to find, you know, some truth and revelation that you can relate with in your life as a mom. So we're just going to highlight a few pieces for us today. And we just pray that you are encouraged and inspired in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Danielle, Jesus. start us off here. <laughs> yeah, real life happening over here. But, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't stop. And so we need the word of God because we have to keep going on. So um, Ephesians has been awesome. If you missed it, we did Galatians like a couple months ago, and it was just like life-changing. And Ephesians is a lot like Galatians, but there's just different aspects to it. But um, yeah, I, for me, like the part of Ephesians so far that really has stuck out to me is Ephesians 4.29, when it talks about like not letting any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And it just was super convicting. And the, our devotional, it says like, this scripture might be the most challenging verse in all of the Bible. <laughs> And it's true, like, to literally, if you, like, think about that, right? Like, no unwholesome talk. Like, that's saying, like, no unloving talk. Nothing that doesn't build anybody up. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty challenging. And um, as a mom, like, I don't know about you, but for myself, like, I, especially when I get overwhelmed or, you know, just a little bit frustrated, like my mouth just goes on and on. And that is something that I try to work on a lot because it's almost like I have to go like, stop, stop talking, stop talking now, just stop. The words are coming out and you just need to stop. And the good thing, the encouraging thing is that he's talking about it, right? He's like, so obviously it's a challenge because they wouldn't really say it if it wasn't going to be challenging for us. And Mm -hmm. so it's okay that it's challenging. It's okay that, you know, some days our mouths, you know, the unwholesome talk comes out. But the thing is, is that there's always more for us. And he's, he's warning us about our words because our words are so powerful. And we've all heard the scripture, you know, you speak life or you speak death, you speak blessing or you speak cursing. And so the amazing thing is, yes, like it sucks to look at the negative side of it sometimes because it's like, oh my goodness, what have I spoken? But thank you, Jesus, that we can come to him and we can ask for forgiveness and he can cleanse our our words, right? But the cool thing is that if it's such a negative thing, that means the positive side is so um, powerful as well, right? So I just love that 
you know, even if I've had a day where I'm not speaking the best, thank you, Jesus, that you cover that. But then I can replace it with words that do speak life and do speak love. And like, I actually saw this on uh, probably a TikTok, but the lady was saying that instead of saying what to her kids, because you're just always saying what, what, what (laughs) she was saying, I've tried to start saying like, what my love. (laughs) And I tried that yesterday because I was feeling good yesterday. Me and Becky, we actually got to go out on a mom's night away, I got gifted a night away and my husband didn't want to come. So Peggy came with me <laughs> and it was so good. And I was sitting at breakfast and I was like, wow, this is really important just to like sit down and have the perspective that like, yes, motherhood is hard and that is okay. Hard is not bad. And it can be hard and challenging and that's fine. But like to really get that perspective of like, okay, I need that infilling. I need that little boost to keep on going and just, you know, like that little, that motivation. And so I felt so filled up and waking up to no demands and no screaming was just like heavenly. And so I got home and I noticed a big difference. Becky even called me patient Polly. <laughs> I was talking to her and she's like, wow, you are being That's so amazing. Patient. And it's like, I, I could have that patience because I had gotten a little filling up, you know? And so mom, seriously, like it is important. And I know not all of us can get a night away, but like somehow to get in our schedules sometime where we just feel like a person and not just a mom, you know, like it's really, it's really crucial. And so I'm really trying to like evaluate my life and see like, where where can I make that time? Because it's really important and it makes you a better mom. And for some reason, the mom guilt comes. I don't really know why it just kind of does. And so you just got to say no to that. Mm -hmm. But um, anyways, I don't remember what I was saying before that. (laughs) Basically, oh, what my love. So I tried that and it was like, you feel it just it feels nice. It's like, what my love, like, you're just like adding a little extra, you know, and you just feel a little bit more calm saying that instead of just saying, what, what do you want? Right. (laughs) So again, our words, right. So anyways, I have enjoyed Ephesians very much so. And, um, I'm excited for whatever book of the Bible we do next, but Mm -hmm. it's not too late to join. Okay. It is the 30th or 29th, like 28th, but, um, you can always restart. So yeah. yeah. Take a peek, see into Ephesians with us. Um, I need like another suggestion. Cause I don't know if I can do my love. That's just too much for me. <laughs> like, I was just going to say, I feel like my kids would be like, uh, what? <laughs> I need another term of endearment. Yeah, sport. <laughs> what can I do for you, honey? Yes. Squirt. <laughs> sport. Yeah, no. Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's I get think it. I go for um, uh, yes, honey. I think honey is what comes out more uh, natural yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I like that. I think it's a good tip. <laughs> the amount of times we say what in a day is so true. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever seen those interviews online where people will go around with a camera and they'll like ask if you if they think. Do you think you're going to heaven or hell? Have you ever seen that? And so many people will answer 
like that they're pretty sure they're going to heaven because they're a good person. And sometimes I just think of that because I'm like, I always think of that people like you have, I grew up having Jesus like my whole life. So people who don't have that, but like genuinely try to be a good person. Mm -hmm. Like, How does that work? Like that must be hard. You know, like you're always mustering it up and you're just trying like, you know, deep down, I must be a good person. I'm going to try to pull it out like every day, whatever. But I was thinking about that while reading Ephesians because it talks about like, you know, Paul's reminding us like we were given this gift of like new life, like put away your old self, like throw it off. Like, could you imagine Jesus just giving the ultimate gift that cost him everything, like God giving us that? And then us just being like, mm, some, day, some days we're like, nah, or we, it's like right in front of our face and we just forget it. Or we're like, no, like I could just picture that where it's like, no wonder we need the reminder because he's like holding this like bright, shiny, the best as can be ever gift. And, you know, we have to be reminded, um, put off the other thing because you can't have both and take on your, you know, the gift I gave you, your new nature, your new creation. So yeah, there is, I'll just read it here to you, but Ephesians 4 20 was saying, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So yeah, we were literally given like when Jesus died on the cross, a gift to be like him. Like he says, he created us to be like him, righteous and holy. And all he's saying is like, get rid of the old stuff, bring on the new stuff. And, you know, as moms, we just have to continue to remind ourselves. And Danielle says it a lot, um, too, so you may have heard it around here. But don't, you know, and, and like you were saying, it sucks to focus on the negative. So we don't like to do that all the time. But sometimes in contrast, it helps to think that. But it's like, don't don't be condemned. Like, don't take on the condemnation, how many days you've been stuck in your stuff or you know, this whole month I've been crappy mom or something like that. Like, it's just every day we can wake up and God's given us a new invitation. Hey, remember this gift I gave you? Like, remember this thing that maybe when you were in youth group, like you had that night where you were so stoked about it. And, you know, sometimes we just like forget. And it's like, here it is again. And I think he's, that's part of the gift is he's just like constantly has it for us every day, twice a day, 10 times a day however much it takes. So Mm -hmm. I just encourage you remember that when you're seeing or hearing stuff coming out (laughs) in your home from yourself that you're less than impressed with, like, don't be condemned, but just remember like, oh yeah, okay. I have like a new creation, a new nature. That's actually not how God sees me. And you can, you know, ask the helper to help you and just put on that like a change of clothes or something. If you have to stop in your day, just change your old clothes, <laughs> put on your new clothes. And yeah, so that's Ephesians 4 if you want to take a look at it. But I was very encouraged by that myself. Holy. And one more thing on the whole condemnation, because I remember yeah. studying about that. I remember what I was looking at, but it says, everybody knows that that scripture, right? There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but it kind of stops there. But it says for those who walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And so in the flesh, we're going to have condemnation because 
we're so aware of our flesh, <laughs> but it's when we're in the spirit that mm-hmm. there's no condemnation. So I just love that. I was like, oh, that makes sense because I have to be walking by the spirit to not have the condemnation. Right. And so, yeah, that was, that was really encouraging for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have two scriptures, one from Ephesians and, and, and then another one. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to read from Ephesians 4. Uh, verse 14 it says uh well I'll say a little bit of context before that it's when the apostle Paul starts saying and to some he gave apostles prophets like what we call the fivefold ministry right pastors teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edification of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and then verse 14 goes that we that we should no longer walk as children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and cunning craftiness and deceit applauding, but speaking the truth and love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ from whom the whole body joined together and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective work. Um, and then it says every part does its share and it causes growth of the body. Uh, so like when we grow up into maturity, in our faith like it's no long it's not just like for our spiritual walk like it affects the whole body of christ it adds to it um so i was thinking about this like growing up into maturity and i was thinking about how growing up is hard like it can be like there's beautiful amazing moments and even like at our age in our 30s like growing up is hard I've been like joking, like in this season being like, I'm going through that. Like, I think there's, I heard a comedian say this and I'm like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. Like I'm going through like second puberty. I'm a little too young for like the 60 year olds. Uh, Some do, I I shouldn't say everyone, but you know, sometimes to like take you seriously, but you're like too old for like, you know, the young adults to think you're cool. So you're just like this kind of weird, at least I, I feel that kind of like in this weird in between like adult second puberty of like, where do I belong kind of thing? Anyways. And I was thinking about like this line growing up into spiritual maturity and thinking about things that are, that I find hard in my life right now. And, And that's part of growing up right? Like of, of just Kelly growing up. And this morning I was still laying in bed. I had a kid who wasn't feeling well. Everybody's tired. I have a bad headache. I'm just thinking of all the like hard things, you know, put yourself in that situation. Think of whatever hard things. And the word incorruptible faith kind of just like came to mind and I hadn't thought of the scripture in forever. And I realized Paul over and over and over again, and I was trying to find the scripture. It's it's in here. We read it in Ephesians where it talks about like, don't worry about all these hardships I'm going through. Like this is for our benefit. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's insane and crazy to think about. Uh, but even I've heard like, you know, motivational speakers that aren't Christian say like, you know, hardship make, you know, it builds endurance in you. It makes kids be tenacious. Like it makes kids build, um, have grit. Like, you know, we talk about all these things, even in non-Christian circles, but over and over in the scriptures, it talks about that. And we forget, I forget when I'm in the middle of a hard situation, I'm like, Oh, everything's hard. Jesus just come back, take the wheel. You know, I want to get on that train to glory. What else? Uh, Come get me. I want to be raptured, you know, like all those things. Right. And I, I just was so grateful. And I just remembered that, 
this word and I'm just like totally getting hit because God is so faithful. And I, I thought about incorruptible and imperishable were the words going through my mind this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so I'm going to read you guys this out of first Peter. Oh my goodness. Um, and it says this. It's first Peter one, three. I can't even read it. Got it? Sure. Uh, it's well, here I got it. Okay. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy. He has, and this is part of kind of what you were talking about, Becky, that we've been given this salvation. It says he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power... By God's power, we are being guarded through faith for a salvation to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. I'm going to keep going. So that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor. At the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so I was just so grateful to the Holy Spirit this morning because he reminded me of those two words. And I know, like we talk about this a lot, you know, I know that in other parts of the world, people are going through really intense hardships. And they just look different than what somebody in North America would be going through. You know, somebody in my situation, somebody in Danielle's and Becky's, somebody in, uh, you know, I'm from Guatemala. I've seen what real poverty looks like. I've seen, I've seen what like huge spiritual poverty and uber rich people looks like. And I've experienced it and it both sucks. You know what I mean? And so just thinking about this, uh, this morning and thinking about the apostle Paul in Ephesians being like, grow up into spiritual maturity, Kelly. And growing up sometimes looks like my faith being tested by fire. And uh, I just want to encourage you, mom, or whoever's listening to this, like when all these hardships come, do not let like your love grow cold, like press in. And I know it's hard, like call, you know, find community, find like find people to pray, pray with, remind yourself of this, of this stuff, like that we're not living for just the now for like my pleasure on this earth, but we are, we've been given a salvation that is eternal. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, y'all. I just wanted to say in these moments, remember, life is not just what we see. And it's not about just like having this perfect life and being satisfied and comfortable in this life. But God has given us something so much bigger and has allowed us to be called and saved. And it's just awesome and much, much bigger than my immediate comfort or pleasure or whatever you want to call it so if you're one of those people out there listening that feels like your faith is being tested by fire do not give up endure for the glory of god (laughs) and read and like and, and find godly biblical community to say 
I'm being tested by fire and my faith is weak. Like you're allowed to say that. You're allowed to be like, I'm doubting. I'm feeling like, what did I get myself into? Whatever it is that you need to say, like, and, and I'm telling you, God is faithful to, to respond to your cries, to your help and to help you like the apostle said, grow up into spiritual maturity. And yeah. (laughs) What a great reminder. Seriously. Even reading out like those precious words of first Peter. I like, I felt that when you were reading those, it's just, it's the truth. So thanks for everybody thank you for joining us we hope you were encouraged we pray that god would bless you in your day or your evening whenever you're listening to this and thanks for joining on this holy grind